Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brew Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt. We got the trifecta here. Reunited. And it feels so good. Doesn't it feel pretty good? Yeah, I mean, Ryan, you said, in joining me as always, but... It's not as always. Congratulations, Ryan! You finished your thesis. Yeah, in theory, that that that's the plan. We'll we'll see what my uh, my profs say. All Brewroots listeners, please send Ryan good thoughts because send your good vibes. I can't deal with the wishy washy. I'll be there. I won't be there. I'll be there. I won't be there. We're over it. We're over it. We just want you here. I'm over it, bro. bro. <laughs> we're all over it. You know what we're not over? How awesome of an episode we have up for you this week. Winter Hill. That's right. We talked with our homie Bert, and uh, I really do dig Winter Hill. Uh, Not only is their beer amazing, the kitchen that they have on site has some amazing food. Great food. They do awesome coffee in the morning, so if you're in the area, stop by and grab yourself some breakfast and a coffee. That's absolutely right. Uh, yeah, we are just off of recording some amazing episodes for you. We hit up the state of North Dakota. And Florida. And Florida. So that's so uh, two, two more, more off. This what, like 14 states, I think, now? Which is pretty Maybe badass more. for a little little podcast little in Massachusetts. Little podcast. Come on. Yeah. Um, this weekend, Ryan and I got together and we drank a lot of gin. Oh, you we did? We did. My was- little sister made me an empress gin, which Something. is purple. Yeah, it was pretty. It, it was, was it delicious. Was amazing, yeah. I don't know if it was delicious because we just drank a bunch of Sylvaticus beer prior and it didn't matter what you gave us. It was going to be good. But I, on its own, it was good. No, I think it was a, uh, a solid gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, Major I shout out to my dad who made a hibiscus uh, simple syrup. Yeah, that's, it, was see, like, that's what yeah, made that's it. Yeah, that's really what made it, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had a gin and tonic with hibiscus and simple syrup. Delish. It was so good. Yeah. Nice. Shout us out for the recipe. Shout out. Um, but yeah, uh, awesome episode last week and awesome engagement on all our social media. So thank you anyone who's followed us recently. New to the podcast, we've had some rent like awesome record listens. Honestly, I think yeah. people are going back to work. More people are getting vaccinated. Definitely. So we're, we're definitely seeing more of those commute hour listens. So if you're listening anywhere between seven and nine p. a.m., yeah. What up? Seriously, and thanks for all you guys have been listening all along. Shout out to Joe. I just met you recently. Apparently, you've been going through the entire catalog, which God is bless crazy. You. God bless you is right, because damn, that early stuff's rough. Um, but thank you for listening to our podcast. So. Yeah. Um, and, and big shout out to all the Massachusetts breweries. Um, not that we are in, you know, not that COVID's over, but... It's really We're inspiring to see all the breweries who are reopening their beer gardens, reopening their tap space. I know Notch just reopened their tap space this week. Um, so if you're comfortable going inside, you can go inside Notch now. Um, and if you're still not comfortable, they have their beer garden ama- available. Exactly. Uh, I know Jack's Abbey in a couple of weeks, they're going to be reopening their beer garden. Yep. Uh, our friends over at Castle Island, they have a beer garden opening up in a couple of weeks. Night or it's already opening open. up this weekend, I believe. Yeah. So um, like, um, It's all very exciting. Go visit your local brewery if you feel comfortable. I know Erica and I are vaccinated, and it's I'm excited to go yeah. do that. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. Ryan. Yes, sir. What is up with you with uh, beer? Have you been drinking anything to get you through your, uh, you know? Your studies? Your, studies? your, your final? <laughs> well, I haven't been drinking to get through my studies. Those two, nev- like, never get along. Um uh-huh. So, but in reality, um, again, I, I've gone to my True North, Sylvaticus, and I also took a little trip to Beverly and Salem 
um, and went to Backbeat and Notch. Ooh, and it was nice. awesome. I was really happy to get back over there. I haven't been there in a very long time. The last time I was there was probably with Chris Beerfridge. Um, Shout, shout out, out Chris and, Beerfridge. Yeah, and Captain Asshat. It was awesome. Um, yeah, so the last time I was there was with them too. So it was good to be back. Um, beers are better than ever, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Erica, what about you? What about me indeed? Um, just a little bit of everything. I had I finally had Jack's Abbey's uh, new beer there, the Loggers of the World, the one that you had. Oh, did you have yeah. Um so good. Did you get the lemongrass one yet? I did actually. And I am? I haven't had it yet. Ooh. It's in my fridge. Wish you brought it. Yes, I should have. Yeah, you should have. That was my bad. But I, I can't wait to try that. I'm actually going to Jack's Abbey tomorrow, which would be Friday. Oh, yeah, so I'm very nice. excited. Yeah, so she has a little four pack. All right. I can't wait. Just in. Just in. Um, but yeah, no, otherwise, um, I had a nice rouch bill from uh, Sylvaticus and some Cigar City. Their high low is so good. Their high low is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like easy drinking and. As I always say, 10 out of 10 recommend. 10 out of 10 recommend. Ryan, if Brewers ever makes a beer, it's going to be called 10 out of 10 recommend. Please. Even though Cigar City may or may not have said that. <laughs> we can't confirm or deny that. We can't confirm or deny. Yeah, I guess what I've been drinking, uh, I had the Sylvaticus with you, Ryan, this weekend. I have been going through my beer fridge. So Finally, I've been having stuff from congrats. Deciduous. I've been having stuff from Notch. Uh, of course, I've always been having a Miller High Life with a little bit of Aperol. Yeah, yeah. Also known as a... Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll skip over this. A spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti about it. Let's go. Let's forget about it. Uh, I've been having some of the six three beers that my friend over at 603 Mike Anastasia's been putting out so shout out to him Uh, and uh, yeah other than that I did go to Wim and I had some stuff on tap and that was really good so uh, cool story bro it was a cool story yeah I've been out and about now that I'm vaccinated I've been pumped to just go to some breweries and see stuff and uh yeah, I went to Seventh Wave two weeks ago. You guys know about that, and yeah, I did some yoga. <laughs> I've been doing yoga to fix my broken ass. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, uh, other than that, uh, it's just been a good week for beer. Uh, I see the light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of our breweries. Definitely, I don't want to minimize yeah, the situation. Gotta... I think people still should be safe if you're not vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you've heard it a million Distance, times. Mask, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Support your local breweries. Exactly. We have been, and uh, Keep we, can, it up. we will continue to. Definitely, yeah. always, always, and forever. Erica, any pink boots news? Um, nothing at the moment. We, of course, have lots of scholarships, so definitely go on the Pink Boots website and apply. You now have like uh, three months to apply to each one, I believe. Yeah, which is doing huge, it in right? increments, which is awesome. Makes yeah. it so much easier. Um, so definitely go and do that. But uh, yeah, just Pink Boots beer. Those are still out. Yeah. places and that's that yeah so like we mentioned earlier in the beginning of the episode we are trying to interview 50 breweries from 50 states if you have a brewery in mind that you want us to interview likely they up. will say maybe yes, yes. <laughs> no they'll say yes, no, uh, yes. and uh <laughs> we'll just say that our listeners want us to interview you and our uh, listeners demanded it yeah they demanded it and they'll do it because they have to but uh we've gotten some pretty cool ones so if there's a brewery outside of the you know the, the typical states that we interview the you're Vermont, Massachusetts, New England. We've, we've done all area. those. Yeah. Uh, hit us up. Um, also, we need to go to Ver- Rhode Island in Connecticut. So if you are in love with any Rhode Island or Connecticut breweries, uh, please let us know because we want we to interview get down them. There. We, Yo. we mean it. We know that there are people who are like, Brewers, what the fuck? 
Why haven't you interviewed some New England podcast? Yo, some New England podcast. I know. We know. We we know. know. We know. COVID. (laughs) That's a good excuse. But we will. We'll be there. But anyways, we got Winter Hill on. That's right. And enjoy it. Yeah. Because uh, Massachusetts breweries rule. Exactly. And uh, everyone else, have a great weekend. Enjoy. Support local beer. Boom. Cheers. Cheers. So, Erica and Ryan. So, Matt. We are here in Winter Winter Hill. Hill. Yeah. And quick history lesson, right? Ooh, history me. I love like mafia, Irish mob bullshit. Winter Hill's a pretty big area. We're not going to get into that. That's my other podcast. The the Winter Hill Gang podcast. I'm available on all platforms. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have that. (laughs) Um, But we're here. And if you you know anything about Winter Hill, uh, we're here at Winter Hill Brewing Company. Yeah. uh, In Somerville, Massachusetts. And uh, we are here with Bert who spent some time today with us. So thank you. Thank you for doing that, first of all. Sure. Thanks for having us. No problem. And uh, we're excited because I love coming to your place because I can grab a, a great cup of coffee, a great beer, and a great meal. Uh, I've come here. I've gotten vegan meals. I've gotten fried chicken. I've gotten... A little of everything. A little of everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and your beer is 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 uh, phenomenal. Right. Yeah. Um, so we we're excited to do this podcast with you. Um my question for all of our guests um, is your role at the brewery and your first memory of beer. I'm, I guess, one of the owners slash co-founder uh, at Winter Hill. Uh, I kind of do a little bit of everything. I started, you know, managing the front of house uh, service and then moved into sales as we were starting to distribute. And now I'm the brewer. So i Worn many hats here, you know, dishwasher, you know, janitor, many, oh, many, many hours yep. dishwashing. <laughs> yeah. um, and my first memory of beer, I don't know. I mean, I remember stealing big glugs of like my father's, like, you know, Molson's, you know. Nice. When yeah. I was like three <laughs> years old, you know. <laughs> uh, when you were stealing glugs of that Molson, that wasn't a time in your life that you were like, I just want to, in, in 2020, 2021, <laughs> I want to own a brewery in Somerville. You know, it didn't really occur to me <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. until much later in life. Yeah. You know, but what was uh, life previous to Winter Hill? Uh, I mean, the the previous decade prior to opening Winter Hill, I was doing carpentry and, and bartending at a craft beer joint in Western Mass. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what made you get into the idea of wanting to own and operate your own brewery? Um. My good friend and former bandmate, uh, Jeff Rowe, um, got a job at Harpoon and, you know, that was pretty exciting and got to visit Harpoon a number of times and, you know, see what he was doing. And then he came out to the Berkshires and taught me how to homebrew. And then that kind of just took over, you know? Yeah. And what year was that? I want to say like 07, Okay. So you've been homebrewing for a little while then? Yeah. Probably eight years before we, we did this. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Berkshire's obviously the Berkshire Brewing. What what, uh, what what was the beer scene like out in uh, Western Mass outside of Berkshire at that time? Uh, not much. I mean, there's the Great Barrington Brewery, which yep. is kind of like my hometown, you know, uh, brew pub. Um, Big Elm uh, used to have a brewery in Pittsfield, like a brew pub, uh, before they moved to Sheffield and it became more of just a production facility. And that was about it, you know. Uh, Wandering Star was opening in Pittsfield, like, you know, kind of as I was 
on my way out of the Berkshires, you know. Mm. And then there was this great little craft beer bar called uh, Moe's Tavern that opened in uh, in Lee, right across the street from where I had relocated back to the Berkshires. So I spent a lot of time there. Nice. Nice. And I was into beer, you know, prior to that, but that was like, you know, everyday exposure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You mentioned music. I always find it interesting when uh, a brewer, I feel like every brewer It's a thing in to, Massachusetts, it's a, it's at least, for sure. A lot of uh, brewers are actually in musicians. bands as well. Yeah. Um, yep. Is it kind of that, that, that DIY kind of scene that you kind of see like, oh, you know, we, we did it with a band, we can do it with beer, you know? <laughs> I mean, I think so. You know, and I, I think the beer thing in the DIY aspect, you know, I don't really know how to answer that. Yeah. No, that's all right. That's all right. You're in a band, though. That's cool. Yeah, we were in a band. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, when you're in a band, you you know hustle to do all these things to try to you know make it, make it, you For know, sure. or, or you know make it more fun or yeah, you know, do more of it. Um, and yeah, and that same vein is kind of with brewing. goes really well yeah. with beer. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, when you start as like a home brewer here, here's I guess the end goal, right? If you're in a band, you're like, oh, I want to be famous. I want to be. <laughs> Same thing as a home brewer, right? You want to own your own brewery, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you just want to create an environment where you can do more of what you love doing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, What were you home brewing most of? I tried a variety of different styles, you know, in in my kitchen in Lee and then moved to Pittsfield. Did you ruin a stove? The first couple were on a (laughs) stove, yeah. And then graduated to like the outdoor propane burner on the porch. Nice, nice. And then had like, you know, three refrigerators going in, in my friend's basement in Lenox like, <laughs> prior to moving out here. Yeah. Um, awesome. But all sorts of stuff. You know, we, yeah. we, we brewed a, a Russian Imperial Stout, uh, which is now like our Russian ending uh, Imperial Stout. Cool. That was uh, kind of what really like launched the dream. It was like beer I submitted to like a homebrew contest in New York City and it won. Oh, wow. Out of like 460 entries or something, Jeez, nice. and it was like, holy crap! Maybe we That's can. cool. Maybe we can actually do this for a yeah. Living, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel a lot of those competitions were then helpful to kind of push I mean, you in that direction? I mean, that was really the only one I ever okay. entered. You know, <laughs> I made a smoke porter for the same thing the next year and it did okay, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really like submit to all sorts of competitions gotcha. or anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I always find it interesting when someone starts in in home brewing and then they kind of migrate over to to production um, and commercial brewing. When did home brewing become less of a hobby and more of like, shit, this is what I want to do? Was it that moment at the home brew competition? I mean, that was like the we could do it really yeah. encouraging moment, you know. And then started looking around at like uh, commercial property all over the Berkshires, trying to find a place for it, you know, and could never really find the money or the right space to do it. And then uh, kind of got frustrated and moved out here. Jeff got me a job at a, at a brewery out here uh, bartending. And then uh, shortly thereafter, we met our investor here. Yeah. So, nice. And as they say, the rest was kind of history. Yeah, I guess <laughs> so. Yeah, then it was like we, you know, signed a lease and it was like, hurry up and get to work. You know? Yeah. What year did you sign the lease? Uh, we... 2015. Okay. Wow. Yep. And then you opened 2016? April 2016. Nice. Yep. Um, and what what are you brewing on here currently? What's the system? It's a little uh, stout tanks, uh, five barrel system. Yeah. 
So nice. We've got five fermenters downstairs and four serving tanks up here. Yep. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. Yep. Uh, when you first opened, was it always the idea to have coffee and food here or? I mean, we were looking at all sorts of spaces and, you know, primarily looking for more of like a production setup, you know, with like a tap room, you know, like the blueprint that everybody else has, you know, I mean, that's yeah. kind of what we were looking for. And then we stumbled upon this place and, you know, I always wanted to do the whole thing with, you know, the food service and everything. Um, so we just kind of squeezed it all in, in here. And then the neighborhood really wanted a coffee shop more than, more than anything, yeah. more than a brewery, really. Yeah. They wanted yeah. a coffee shop. So we, uh, we gave them a coffee shop. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I mean, it's, it's, not that I'm saying that your beers aren't notable, but I do know the people who swear by your coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Uh, counterculture coffee. Our good friend Marty Souza used to be with them, and he kind of opened that door for us. So, Catching the bug of brewing, we hear that all the time. Uh, was that something that, you know, the first time you homebrew, you knew was something for you? or I mean, it just, like, prior to Jeff getting the job at Harpoon, it never really occurred to me that you could actually, like, make alcohol. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, and if you like to drink beer, you know, and you can like make it at home for pretty cheap, you yeah. know, and it's, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And you're learning something, and it's a hobby, you know. Um, let's talk about when you guys opened. Um, what were the beers that you had on tap, and and obviously those were old homebrew recipes that you had, or uh, they were recipes that Jeff had worked on, you know, at other uh, brewing gigs because he went from Harpoon to Cape Cod Beer to another now defunct brewery uh and had experimented on all different scales you know nice three barrel system to you know doing 250 barrel harpoon. batches of harpoon ipa yeah. so um there were beers in his rolodex and then you know over the first like four years i think he brewed like i don't know 120 different beers you know so quite the recipe writer yeah yeah, yeah i guess so when uh when you first opened um the community here, you said they were looking for a coffee, a coffee shop. <laughs> um, how long until they embraced that you were actually a brewery and not just a coffee shop? I mean, I think they embraced that, you know, they were pretty open-minded. You know, we had like a community meeting here because we had to do like a change of use and everything on the building. Um, so we had to invite the neighborhood in here to talk about what we wanted to do with the place. Um, but they were pretty responsive, you know, I think right off the bat, you know, we are we well, wanted yeah. to be a community space yeah. where everyone was welcome, you know? So, yeah. And you still are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that was the goal. I think people get nervous, you know, especially people that don't drink, perhaps, you know, or have kids and families, you know. For sure. You know, they want to know what's going to happen in their neighborhood, you know? So um, you understand the concern. But I think they got to know us pretty quick. You know, we put our, our faces on it and, you know. So you've been around for five years now. Be five years in a couple of weeks. April 1st, be five years. Wow, That's congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, this was the toughest one. I, yeah. I was going to say, For right? sure. Um, <laughs> and before we get, I mean, we cannot have a podcast in, in 2021, 2020 and not discuss that. But Of course. I want to know, you know, in 2015, there wasn't 400, 300 breweries, however many there are in Massachusetts right now. Um, and especially in this area, you know, there were there were a couple that were, were popping up, but you were one of the, you know, original ones. Um, who are people that you went to at that time to be like, hey, well, what are we doing? Or, you know, this is, 
this wasn't a harpoon space. This wasn't a Cape Cod space. This was a Winter Hill space. What, what, what did you do to? I mean, Jeff and I had been talking about it for a long, long time. You know, we dug into, you know, business uh, plans a couple times and, and looked seriously at a couple places prior to this venture. So I think we, we had a pretty good idea of what we wanted to do. I mean, and he, his contacts, you know, on the brewing side, you know, were invaluable to like, you know, helping him get started on, on the brew side. And, you know, I had experience in carpentry and, and plumbing and whatnot. So that helped us, you know, kind of get the space get outfitted initially. and yeah. bartending experience and all that, you know, and then we just kind of, you hang on and roll with the punches. And roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So before we get into like what your flagship beers are and what beers people may know you from, uh, we have a quick word from our sponsor and uh, take it away, Sound Guy Ryan. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BRUITS for 10% off your online order today. Shirks on Tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there. I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, so we are back. Um, right now, Erica and I are drinking the Pale Ale. The Suburban Home. Yeah, 4.8%. And uh, that could be just because we, Erica and I love like beers. We do, We're, we do. And Ryan, you're drinking the... Sunbuzz. The Sunbuzz, the yeah. six point five New England IPA, uh, which is par, I'm for, sure it's par for the course yeah, for Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really yeah, yeah. Um, Suburban Home, I see quite a bit. Is that one of the flagship for you guys? Yeah, it's kind of one of the core uh, core beers in our lineup. You know, we we are starting to brew again on on our small system here, but yeah, we do brew offsite at uh, Riverwalk Brewing currently. Okay, and yeah. uh, you know the core products are what you see you know in the stores and yeah urban homes one of the core items uh johnny juice ipa and the sun buzz are kind of the three core beers yeah. right now yeah good good core beers for sure yeah for sure yeah. um let's talk about life before covid for you guys what could a, a, a beer drinker experience that at, at uh winter hill i mean we tried to always just be a place with you know Warm, friendly staff, warm, inviting environment, good food, good beer, you know, good tunes. Good people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you try to get repeat business, right? You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, now, 
you don't always have the kitchen here. Sometimes you have pop-ups that come in here that... We've had a few. Yeah. Um, so uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, the Scott brothers partnered with us and became our new kitchen partnership. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, which is great because it took a lot off our plates. And all the <laughs> you money. didn't have to be a chef, a brewer, a janitor. Yeah, it was yeah. impossible. To, it was, it's amazing we made it as long as we did, you know, uh, running the kitchen ourselves because it was just... it kept us from doing so many other things, you know. For sure. The food was still good, I have to tell you. Yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah decent like, job. Give yourself not, a yeah. pat on the back. Like the, food was, the food's really, really good right now. Back then it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's an A+. Plus, yeah. You yeah. Know, then it was like a, you know, a B or whatever. B, B plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd bring that home somewhere. For brewery, yeah. bar B food. for bar food. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I'm proud that we were able to like run the kitchen, but Really, like these guys are professionals, and you know, oh, certainly, yeah. uh, it's one less thing you have to do, and everything else. So, yeah, well, yeah. how are you supposed to go out and do sales calls or you know, have meetings with people that order beer at bars and, and whatnot if you don't know if your dishwasher is coming in today? You know, and if <laughs> right. that doesn't happen, then X, Y, and Z falls apart, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. So. added stress that you don't need, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, so right. Breck, my uh, my business partner, kind of brokered this deal with the Scott brothers to get them in, and that's been like a dream come true. There, yeah, that's great, awesome. Great, great people to have around, and and have really elevated the the food aspect. Yeah, nice. One thing I can say about Winter Hill, in my opinion, is is the staff here is, is knowledgeable. Always uh, coming in here and asking about the beer and just getting to know um, your staff. It's it's been awesome. Uh, you, I think you guys do a great job training your staff to be knowledgeable about the beer. So. Yeah, we try to. I mean. We care about it, so you know. Hopefully, that you know translates. Yeah, translates <laughs> osmosis or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. You beat him over the head with it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, we'd be remiss to not mention the elephant in the room is, is COVID, right? Yep. Um, smaller breweries like this, um, it's always it's always humbling, in my opinion, to talk to smaller breweries like this um, who are really the face of you know, the pandemic, you know, you look at people who are trying to own a business and it's been hell, right? <laughs> this year you can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we made yeah. the best of it. You know, yeah. we tried to sure. have fun with it. It's so much stuff out of your control, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, were you canning as much before or is that a recent thing? For uh, the pandemic? Well, yeah, we were fortunate that we had started, you know, distributing, you okay. know, a lot and brewing offsite you know, two years before this hit because, yeah. you know, then we had established customers and, right. you know, sales staff and brand recognition. Yeah. Delivery driver is a godsend. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, if, if we had not had that established, uh, you know, you have all your labels designed and people have heard of the beers. Right. You right. know, if, if we were not in that position, I don't know that we would be here today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you've given a lot back to the community having this place be a space for that's welcoming inclusive for all um have you been like taken back by the the community outpours to support you during this time yeah i mean it's been amazing that you know you see the same people coming every week buying a case of beer it's like thank you for drinking so much yeah right <laughs> i hope you're okay yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah so winter hill's not the same that it's been five years you guys have evolved and and you know restaurant coffee um live music not live music having only outdoor seating um but if you were to tell people what winter hill is in like a quick you know 
15 second pitch, what is Winter Hill to you? I mean, just trying to be an unpretentious neighborhood spot with, that's good at everything we try to do, you know, and that's the goal, you know. Yeah. Hopefully we come close, you know, every day, but, yeah. you know. For sure. For sure. Uh, so you're taking over as the brewer, head brewer right yep. now. Um, are you excited to be back in the brew house? Yeah, I mean, I always love doing it, you know. Uh, I love doing it at home as a hobby and, and then, uh, you know, getting to work with Jeff the last four years, you know, like true professional that like is like insanely good at it, like was, <laughs> was great, you know. And then yeah, his band would go on tour here and there and I'd, you know, have to like do it myself for a couple weeks. And like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel feel pretty good about it so cool cool a little nerve-wracking like putting your name on stuff and then putting it in front of people but you know (laughs) i don't know what's the first beer you're gonna brew uh we've brewed like five beers now okay uh, awesome there's two on draft right now there's a dry hop saison yeah and uh we just released this uh 6.6 percent american stout today cool thoughts and prayers which is a drive-by trucker song (laughs) (laughs) yes so Uh, I always love to ask this question when I know that you're a musician. Um, sort of. So, well, <laughs> uh, music in the brew house when you're brewing, what's what's the music that you're playing? Uh, and do you have a rule against certain music? No, like, no well, Cardi we, B or something like that. Yeah. We do have rules in the dining room, but downstairs, no, we don't have any rules. There are no um, rules. <laughs> I don't know. It's day-to-day, depending on the mood. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Spinal Tap the last two days. Cool. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah. You know, watched the movie. Stumbled across the movie the other day, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Sex farm. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We've heard about the collaborations you've done before. Um, have you done any collaborations recently or any plans for any future collaborations? No. Just trying to get my you know feet underneath me. Yeah. Um, it's like when the brewery was not operational for a year, it's like if you turn it back on, you got to make sure everything's clean. Right. You got to make sure everything's working, you know. So yeah. that's been the focus the last like two months is just kind of getting the beer program reestablished in house. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, I don't know. There's some people I'd like to work with for sure. You yeah. Know, friends in the industry and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, during the pandemic, you've kind of, it, we, we're not out of the pandemic yet, but what have been some positives for you? Um, pandemic. If any. If any. <laughs> it's cool to say now. There's yeah. one. <laughs> I think it forced us to work on distribution a lot and get better at, at doing that. And like we shrunk our batch sizes, um, you know, so we can make sure that everything that goes out the door is, is fresh, fresh. And, yeah. you know, it's so important these days. It's so competitive with all the out-of-state beer and, you know, rock star breweries entering the market, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, in order to, it's like, you can get a Johnny Juice every day. Anywhere. But, yeah, yeah, you can't get this, you know, other breweries, this or that, you know. Right. More than, you know, you might not see it after the pandemic ever again, you know. So it's it's hard to, like. Distinguish yourself on a shelf. Yeah, yeah. and keep yeah. it going, keep people not bored, you know. So. For sure, for sure. Um, are you excited to kind of brew those outside the box kind of beers that you may be looking forward to, or are you just getting kind of back to basics with the brewing? Um, I'm definitely excited to experiment a little bit Yeah, downstairs, kind of grow into that, you know, um, brewed an IPA yesterday. We got two loggers, uh, downstairs going, um, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
Do you have anything like you really are excited to brew? The lagers, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. In particular. So, and I want to brew some IPAs that I don't really see on the market yeah. as well. So, Such like as, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like San Diego style IPAs. Okay. Like West know? Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. I can't drink too much of the hazy stuff. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I love a good West Coast IPA. It's interesting you bring up hazy IPAs. Um, you know, you guys aren't known for hazy IPAs. You have the New England style that you have on there, but what's your opinion of a, a hazy style IPA? Uh, I mean, it certainly has a place. You yeah. know, it <laughs> pays the bills, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it kind of sucks that it's like dominates the market so much, but, you know, I think it's, it feels like it's shifting a little bit, you know. You're starting oh, to see some, some different styles on the shelves yeah. and whatnot, so... We like to think that too. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. We're hoping. <laughs> you, get pi- you get pigeonholed into yeah. like doing exactly. this because that's what sells. And then, right. you yeah. know. But it's it's so funny. A couple of years ago, people were like, oh yeah, it's it's shifting. We have the uh, brewed IPA. It's like, yeah, no, it didn't. Right. But I really do think that things are shifting. We see more lagers, pilsners, kolsch. Definitely seeing more variety on the shelves, yeah. I think. Yep. Um, yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you think people are getting burnt out from the hop? Uh, the hop crazy beers they're getting burnt out from the haze some people but I think the haze is still bringing new people into the craft beer yeah the haze phase yeah yeah Yeah. so Winter Hill we are in the home of Somerville Um, what kind of community I know Somerville's a huge community town uh, city what is some of the things that you guys are trying to do with the community right now. Um, is there much are you used to try to, to do with the community? <laughs> right now, we're just trying to like stay a part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, um, right. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, we loved having like fundraisers and, and whatnot here, you know, throw a buck of beer towards this or that, you know, and yep. brings different people into the brewery, you know, yep. you know, let people oh. have a couple beers, let their, let their guard down and have fun and, you know, hopefully you do something good. Those are the good old days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're coming back. They're, They're coming, coming back. back. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> they just, yeah, they said restaurant workers can get a shot next week. So, you know, as early as next week. Yeah. So, you that's know, all, yeah. That's huge. Um, it's a good feeling. So, Bert, you're back in the brew house. Um, talk about your staff here at, at Winter Hill. Uh, do you, what, what size staff do you have here? Uh, it's, it's a lot less than we used to, you know, pre-pandemic, I think we had like 35 people in the building, wow. you know, oh, yeah. and, and out. Yeah, and we're probably down to like a dozen right now, but yeah. we are yeah. we are hiring a few people to do front of house stuff. So mm-hmm. with a good weather coming, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. who knows we might add a salesperson or something because I I still do I still manage a lot of accounts and it would be nice to step back from that, <laughs> not do that as much. Yeah. Like I yeah. hate sitting in the car. I hate you know, yeah, begging somebody to buy my beer. You know, right, right. So. No. no collecting sure. checks that's a, that's another time consuming <laughs> that's you know fun. really not fun <laughs> part of the thing you know right right um the beer names that you guys have here they're, they're pretty normal beer names but uh i'm always curious where do you guys come up with the names for your beers or um i don't know a lot of times it's music or just yeah stuff we think is funny yeah you know? <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah that's usually We're, what it is. Someone has like a yeah. Google Doc and you just yeah. throw in names. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we rip off a line from a movie or yeah, something. Yep. You know. So oh, is definitely. there a Spinal Tap one coming up? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to rewatch it. But yeah, there's got to be. There's got to be. There's got to be. Definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. It just don't make it turn it up to 11. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, it won't yeah, be anything yeah, like yeah, that. Everyone's yeah, done yeah. that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, we're, you know, on the hopefully 
on the downward of the, the pandemic. Uh, the summer's coming up. Um, you guys have outdoor seating all year, not all year long, but you're, you opened your outdoor seating right now. Yeah. Um, how many can you fit on the outdoor area right now? Uh, with the current restrictions, I I don't know the exact number. Yeah. Brett could tell you that, but it, it we have more outdoor seating than we did pre-pandemic. Yeah. Because the city allowed us to use our parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah. Oh, nice. They extended that for this year, so yeah. that's great. And yeah. hopefully they extend it further because, you know, Somerville's so like, you know, Everyone wants to be let's outside. Let's get, you know, let's get green and get yeah. people off the roads and everything. Well, then why do we need to have all these parking spaces, you know? Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's cool. So any other new and exciting things that might be coming up? Uh, I don't know. We got our, our anniversary party. I'm not exactly sure what all those details are going to look like. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to. Stay tuned. We're going to have as much fun as you can have responsibly right now. Yeah. Um, couple new beers coming out. We're yep. going to start bottling a couple things um, nice, for the to-go nice. fridge, like yep. small-scale stuff. Um, I don't know. Yeah, try to, you know, reconnect with a lot of our uh, restaurant accounts that, you know, yep. hopefully have survived and, you know. Reopening. Yeah. 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 So Exciting. It's a lot to do this year. Yeah, yeah getting back into the new norm, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep. Oh, I can't cool. wait for it. Uh, <laughs> Same. So before we get to know what, you know, Bert, you're drinking at home and, and I want to get into more what you're doing for recipe development here at the brewery, just have a couple quick words from our sponsor. Take it away. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All right, so... I always find it interesting to find out what breweries are drinking at home, getting inspiration from. Uh, what's in your fridge, beer-wise? Or it doesn't even have to be beer-wise. If you're drinking polar seltzer, it'd be cool too. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been trying to drink a lot of lagers. Yeah, yep, yep. Pilsner's lagers. Anywhere in particular. I mean, Schilling's putting out a ton of good stuff. <laughs> we love They're Schilling. terrible. <laughs> no, they're so good. Yeah. Schilling and Notch and yeah. Idle Hands are probably the three most purchased beers. Definitely. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and... You know, where are you drawing your inspiration for your lagers other than is any food driven or just do what you're, you know, sampling in the in the market? I mean, just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've brewed two so far. We brewed like an amber lager and, and a Hellas. Nice. Yep. Um, I don't know. They're styles that I always kind of wanted to dip into. So, yeah. you know, try to make traditional take. True to style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Uh, any guilty pleasure beer? But cold bud bottle yep, yep. at the Sligo <laughs> pub is kind of like, you know. 
if I'm if I'm at a dive bar, I'm drinking a cold Bud Long Neck. Really, yeah. love it, yeah. love it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that is from way down. Yeah, no, no that's, that's <laughs> yes. there's not a lot of people yes. who will say a, a, a cold bottle of neck, Bud Long Neck. Bud Long, yeah, 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 yeah. Hear, no, it's true. We hear Corona, yeah. we hear Miller High Lies. I respect that. That's yeah. awesome. Thank yeah. you. Um, any any food pairings? I mean, obviously having the restaurant here, um, your chicken, uh, your fried chicken here is like. Chef guest, beautiful. So I hear. Yeah, <laughs> vegetarian. Although they do feed me good. Um, yeah. The breakfast sandwiches is, is lights out on Ooh. on the biscuit Noted. that they make. Noted. So, uh, that's my jam. You yeah. Know? Cool. But yeah, they change it up so much. There's there's new stuff all the time, and you know. That's awesome. Yeah. You know the name I think scared off some people at, at first. Scott Brothers New American Meat. Yep. But these guys have. Uh, they do everything. They don't yeah, just they, do they meat. Have a, yeah, they yeah. do real food. Like yeah. they, they didn't want to do the veggie sausage or any like the processed stuff anymore. Right. And, yeah, it was interesting. And people to, were skeptical about it, but definitely they give you real food. Yeah. You know, I was introduced to oyster mushrooms for the first time from you guys, and I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit, this tastes like calamari!" Like I couldn't believe it <laughs> yeah. was that. It was amazing. Yeah. So, um, awesome. cool. And uh, what about your coffee? What kind of coffees are you serving in the morning? Uh, we serve counterculture coffee. Awesome. Uh, it's out of like North Carolina, but they yep. used to have a training center in Union Square, Somerville, which gotcha. I think they still have it, but yep. you know, they're not really using it right now. And yeah. you just do um, just pour or espresso as well, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We, they, we were doing pour overs pre pandemic. Okay. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, we may not go back to it, but <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. yeah right. right. <laughs> People liked them, but yeah. When one employee has to stand still for like 10 minutes to make a <laughs> cup of coffee for somebody, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you got to line up the door. It's right, like, you could be right. using your time let's, a little bit let's better. Let's not do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, so the most important part of why we do the podcast is we want people to come to the, the brewery. Where are you physically located? Uh, 328 Broadway in Somerville. Yeah. Um, the heart of Winter Hill. Main yep. thoroughfare here. Um, any tea nice. stops local for you guys? Uh there will be yeah Gilman yeah. Square Gilman on the Square, new Green yeah. Line right, uh, right. hopefully next year um, definitely we're kind of close to Assembly and Sullivan mm-hmm. take an Uber from Assembly or Sullivan yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. get here yeah. definitely and what days are you open well right now we'll probably change soon but. yeah we're gonna add some hours soon but right now Wednesday to Sunday okay yeah. Yeah. check out their Facebook their yeah, Facebook website. social media yeah. Instagram we try to be entertaining on Instagram you definitely are I yes. have to say so you're yes. yeah. kicking butt with that I don't know it's like you can only look at so many glamour shots of a <laughs> New England IPA <laughs> right. you know yeah. so it's like try to do something so different so true yeah. And that's at Winter Hill, I assume, or your house? Yeah, at Winter Hill Brewing, I think. Okay. Yeah, yep. cool, cool, cool. We'll have a link in the doobly yeah. below. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, Bert, thank you for doing this. Yeah, thanks this for evening. having us. No problem. This was awesome. I, I, Definitely. I'm excited for what's next for you. I, I can see that you're excited to be back in the brew house and, and brewing. And there's I, there's a lot of good ideas, I think, <laughs> for, for beer coming out. Yeah. Well, Stay thanks. tuned for yeah. some yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, we always like to end our podcast with this. Amazing yeah. question. The, the most amazing question. <laughs> um, what are you most proud of? Bringing this to fruition and surviving five years, you know. Especially the yeah, last one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of things thrown at us and I don't know. I mean, the fact that we're still here and, you know, people continue to show up like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's Can't rewarding. take that away, you know. For sure. Yeah. No, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Well, Bert, thank you for doing this again. 
Thank and, you. And uh, we hope to catch you next time, hopefully not wearing a mask. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah, that <laughs> Seriously. Would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. And uh, I'm excited to, to, to try the beer that you're you're coming out with. Some uh, new lagers. New lagers, yeah. Yeah. We, we love lagers. We I mean, love you, lagers. you basically throw a lager in front of me. I'm going to just say yeah. it's awesome. So, yeah. It <laughs> so uh, yeah. Until then. And, uh, cheers. 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 Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for making it to this portion of the podcast, the outro, my favorite portion, because it aggravates Ryan the most because I try to get away with stuff that you won't let me get away with. Are we right, Erica? Yeah, that's right. So I'm going to keep it short and simple. Follow us on, on Patreon, follow us on Instagram and support the podcast because we are getting some badass interviews because of our listeners. So continue to support us, share with your friends, tell your loved ones, and we'll see you next week. We have an amazing episode with Wim in Northampton, New Hampshire, um, and you're going to really enjoy it. So cheers.